welcome everyone to Pastors of Pain. It is great to be here. It's summertime in Payne County. What could be better? I'm Father Brian O'Brien, pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church here in Stillwater. Uh, Father Kerry is at the dentist. Uh, he's going on sabbatical. He leaves uh, this Saturday. It's very sad. He's going to be gone for two months. I don't know what I'm going to do without my trusted, my trusted friend. We're going to have a lot of guests on the show. Uh, we are actually going to record some episodes Friday, so we'll have a few for like later in June. And anyway, so you'll get a little, you'll get a little dose of Father Carey in your, in your summertime. Um, but today we have a very special guest. I have been, he, he's a busy man, and so he's hard to nail down. And today we made it happen the vocation director of the Diocese of Tulsa, and the future vice rector of the North American College in Rome, Father Michael Pratt. Welcome. Greetings, Father. friends. Yes. And f- I love yes. it. Thank I love you. it. Great to be with I you. I love it. I love it. So <laughs> Father Pratt is a, is a unique guest because we like to have priests and seminarians and like talk about our life and like evangelization in Payne County. But Father Pratt is, fr- he's like, He's like from here. He's like from Stillwater. Like I was born, born like a couple miles away. You were born at Stillwater Medical Center. Yes. Grew up here. That's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, tell us. So tell us about that. What is? Uh, I mean, you forever and ever. You were. What year? How old are you? I am thirty-eight years old. Nice, <clears throat> amazing. November 9, nineteen eighty-four. There it is. At seven fifty-three a.m., which my mom reminds me every single year. On my birthday. The Feast of St. John Lateran, <laughs> right? Dedication of St. Oh, John. Oh, the dedication yeah. of St. John Lateran. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so tell us about gro- growing up in Stillwater. What was that like, especially as a Catholic? What, yeah. was, what was that? Yeah, it was great. So my mom and my dad. Tell us about the Pratt. 80s, the 80s in the Stillwater. 80s, uh, yeah, I was, uh, you know, born in 84. And so my memories of the 80s are, you know, a little slight, but... Um, it was, I, I loved it. My parents were both Catholic. We were raised Catholic, my brother and I, um, our whole family, and um, went to you know, public schools here, Richmond Elementary School, Stillwater Middle School, Go Rockets. Stillwater Junior High. I was actually in the first class that w- the school was built in like 1990. Oh, wow. And I was the first class to go kindergarten through fifth grade in Richmond oh, Elementary. Historic. Grew up in the neighborhood right next to it called Parkview Estates. Um, at the time, there were bazillions of kids it was like the Shire. If you were a kid and lived in part, you just you ran around all the time. Woods, pool, capture the flag in the summertime. The roller I mean, skating rink. Wiffle ball. Roller skating rink across the street. <laughs> across ro- Richmond. Across Richmond Road. You got to get <laughs> across it. that road. But once you were there. It's now Stillwater Christian School. Yeah. So we yeah. all the kids would walk to school every day or ride their bikes to school every day to Richmond. So just right there. Um, loved it. Like, the, you know, some people. You do talk about, I mean, Father Pratt and I have been friends for, I don't know. A long time. And you like, when you talk about growing up in Stillwater, you, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a joy, there's a nostalgia that, that comes back. I mean, we were driving, like yesterday we were driving in Stillwater, you know, and you're just like pointing out neighborhoods and, oh yeah, this girl I had a crush on in sixth grade used to live there. And, you know, like, anyway, you just have a, it seemed to be like Stillwater was a was yeah, a, was a I great mean, it's, place it's a, to grow it's up. It's a cozy place to come back to. You know, there's just I lived here, uh, so I went to graduated high school, went to OSU for two years, very involved. 
Um, and so, you know, first 20 years of my life was spent right here in, in Payne County, in yeah. Stillwater. And so just a lot of, you know, coming of age and memories and friends, all that, you know, pretty much most streets here are going to spark some sort of memory yes. or, or of some sort. And so it's, it's very, um, in a lot of ways, comforting to come back. And yeah. there's a neat thing, too. The moment I step over the boundary line of Payne County into the world outside of here, everybody calls me Father Pratt. Which is yeah, that's I'm that a is priest. yes, that's good. That's good. But I mean one, st- I mean one foot inside Stillwater realm. This is true. And it immediately switches over to Mikey. 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 Even on, I, mean, I went one time to a Stillwater High School baseball game, and I'm looking at you guys made. I think you made the state tournament or or state anyway. And there's a list of all the players on the team, and like there it is in print. Uh, like Mikey, Mikey Pratt. I mean, that's what I, I called you forever. I think of myself as Mikey. Oh, I'm like Mikey, that was a terrible homily. Come on, do better next time. Like, <laughs> I think of, like when, when you, I refer when to you myself, talk to yourself. When I talk to myself. That's I, very I, funny. I, I, I call myself Mikey. That's very funny. So that's I mean that's cozy too. Yeah, you know to come back and it's, it's just familiar and it's people I've known since I was you know three. And that's awesome. So. What did your parents do for a living? So my father worked for Southwestern Bell Telephone Company nice. for over 30 years. Yeah. Later. Um, and my mother was a nurse by trade, Stillwater Medical Center, okay. and then different, different um, positions here and there. And um, Actually, so Father Gary Castle, yes, priest of the Diocese of Tulsa, he, his mom and my mom were like, they were like friends oh, as young nurses together. Is that right? I, don't, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then back. you were friends with uh, the now Father Paul Scheller. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so Father Paul's younger brother, uh, Dale, and I were on the same baseball team for, for It years. all comes back to baseball, doesn't it? It does. I love it. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> uh, but Father Paul and I, at the time, Andy. Oh, yeah. Know, that's Formerly known as Andy. Yeah. So shortly before... He became a monk. That's why he changed his name. Yeah. And so, yeah, we <clears throat> I've known him... Um, Long, long time. Been That's friends since amazing. I was in high school. So Stillwater High School, you graduated what year? 2000? 2003. This is my 20-year oh. reunion. is coming up this fall, and I will not be able to go. Oh, because That's we'll, like get, to we'll okay. get to that later. We'll get to that later. Father Pratt is about to go on a great, <laughs> a great new adventure. Okay, so then this is, I think, something people don't understand, like about going to seminary. Um, guys go, so you can talk about this both kind of personally and as you're in your job as vocation director. People go to seminary at different times of life, mm-hmm. you know. So we have guys who go like you can go right out of high school. Yep. Like this year, we have right two two, two new guys, two of our five new seminarians, who literally graduated from high school a week ago. And this fall will be in a seminary. Now they have the long road, nine years, probably eight, eight yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then guys, you can you can. You know, if you're in the middle of college and you're like, oh my gosh, I think God's called me to be a priest, like, like you can go. You can leave college and, and go. Or, I mean, in my case, I, gra- I graduated from college, had a job, you know, and then, and then when we have guys who have had jobs for 20 years, mm-hmm. you know, they're in their 30s, late 30s, early 40s. So in your case, you went to OSU. Yep. And then left midway through. So I went to graduate high school in 2003, go Pioneers, you know, and then went to, went to OSU. And, um, and honestly, I mean, sometimes you hear stories about, like, you know, people hit, like, rock bottom, and then they, like, start looking at other alternatives. And, should, am I still living my life rightly and things? I loved it, man. I was happy. I uh, was involved when OSU 
um, was a beta in a fraternity, was very involved with St. John Catholic Newman, the, the university's parish here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, retreats and Wednesday night late masses and, and all that stuff. And, I mean, dated and, you know, uh, because it just over time, I could not stop thinking about being a priest. I could not stop thinking about it. Jesus, it, he's, it, he's, a pe- he's pesky. <laughs> he's persistent. That's he right. Comes at you. Yeah. And so adoration and mass. And I just, I remember like a co- like sophomore in college, like watching the priest kind of pacing back and forth preaching and just going like, I think I can do I that. I can do that. I think I can do that. I can do it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, after two years there, I just got tired. You know, I've been thinking about that point for probably four or five years. My friends like knew So that. you started first, like first time you thought about priesthood, you were? Father Bob Schlitt. Payne County, blessed people memory. will know will know that yeah. name. Um, I was probably 15 years old, and he took me to dinner, and we were at Goldie's. <laughs> no, of blessed memory. <laughs> yeah. And halfway through the meal, he just he just asked. He just said, "You know what? Have you ever thought about being a priest?" Um, and I had not, and it was like, well, "No, and heck no." Father Bob Schlitt was, <clears throat> and it started there. He, I mean, we have a lot. I think we have 70 priests in the diocese, maybe, right? 70 active priests, something like that. And I'll bet 10% of them would go back to a conversation with Father Bob Schlitt as like a major impetus to them going to seminary. Yeah. It started That's there. A lot. I, t- I told him, heck no. Like, I'm not, I'm not thinking about this. I don't want to. I'd like to, you know, have about 12 kids one day and yada, yada, yada. And, and he, um, but that just, and then afterwards, you know, I, I loved my Catholic faith at that point, was learning a lot about it. And after that, I just, it just slowly, like a seed, just started to grow and um, started thinking about it once a month. And then a little while later, it was like once every couple of weeks. And then it was kind of regularly, when I was at Mass, I was thinking about it. And then pretty soon it got to the point, um, you know, fast forward to as, as a sophomore at Oklahoma State, that multiple times a day, I was like, <laughs> I was like thinking, it was getting kind of annoying. You know? Yeah. Apparently, so I ran. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we won't go there. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So major, major priest influences, Father Bob. Father Bob. Who Bob, else? Father Ken Harder. Father Ken Harder. Yes, yeah. I went to confession to him a lot, and he was always just kind of compassionate and um, kind of in his own um, sometimes vulgar way, surprisingly like honest way. Um, he not like vulgar bad, but like like a like a like wow. Well, right, yeah, I, he I, has I, kind I, of like a. Yeah, I, I like it too. Like a mm-hmm. like a directness mm-hmm. that's very refreshing. And on yeah, an honesty to him that he's not you know he's not afraid to say it. So, uh, so Father Ken Harder, Father Joe Townsend, yep, um, big yep. big impact. He was a pastor at St. John's. I did like a um, like a as a high school business class, and you could like job shadow a priest for a day, and I job shadowed him just to see what it was like. And um, shortly after arriving, we went we got he got like a hospital call. We went to the hospital. Um, and I watched him like minister to a dying lady, yeah. and I like still like think about that. And I was just inspired how he just brought Christ. He brought Christ. Yeah, it was a sad wow. situation. It was a difficult situation. She's dying. Family's crying. And he just like he brought he brought peace to that. And I saw that and was like, Lord, if you want me to do that, like with my life, wow. bring it on. Wow, I'm happy to do that. That's awesome. Very meaningful. All right, so you literally left OSU. I mean, you drop, not drop out, but like you like transferred. Yep. You were accepted as a seminarian yep. for the diocese, but we don't send our seminarians to OSU. Nope. Nope. We send them to a seminary. <laughs> All right, so you went, you left Stillwater for the first time. 
Yep. And off to? St. Paul, Minnesota. It's a big change. <clears throat> big change. St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, there's a seminary there called St. John Vianney. And talk about priest influences. The rector of the seminary, who yeah. was the, like, the president, like runs the show, his name is Father Bill Bear, and he just was... A blessed memory. Yeah. I, you know, I would say of the of like major influences, not just on my priesthood, but on my life, like my dad, number one. Yep. And I would say like Father Bear. Yeah. Probably Bishop Muggenberg. Yeah. And then there's and then there's like everybody else. Everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And not that they're all equal, but I mean, you know, they're like those are just so Father Bear was a huge impact on on my life. Just very inspirational and He had a directness. He was the man. Man, that's awesome. You had that's kind awesome. of a holy fear of him too. Yeah. Like there was a respect that you just did not like want to disappoint him or you would probably melt. And yeah. so like there was a I think a healthy I don't know, like the, you don't want it. like a, like the general, you know, you don't want to yeah. like make him mad. Anymore. Yeah. All right. So you were there how long, St. Paul? Two years. Two years. And okay. so what, what a lot of people don't realize is, is you don't wait until you're 100% sure that I'm going to be a priest yeah. and then I become a seminarian. Right. That's, that's a common misconception that, that, he, that guys will often um, have in their minds. I mean, what they, but a better analogy is this is something I'm strongly thinking about. I'm open to it. I'm willing to do it. I'm going to dive in and see. And we're going to take it one year at a time and dive into, you know, there's going to be daily mass. There's going to be spiritual direction. Yeah, confession all Conf- the time. I mean, all And then just, stuff. yeah, philosophy and theology. And-, and then in that environment, you know, if the shoe fits, you keep going. If it doesn't, you realize it's not for you, you discern out. And yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people declare a major and then don't actually go on into that field. They think they like it. Then they get into it and talk to professionals and teachers and, and get to practice yeah, in architecture, and they go, actually, I, uh, I actually stink at this. And so, yeah. Or, you know, I don't, I don't actually like this field, so I'm going to switch, switch paths. And so, becoming a seminarian is lo- a loose analogy would be um, declaring a major. <laughs> in some yeah. ways, you know, yeah. diving in and seeing, I'm not really looking at anything else at this point. I'm going to dive in, and we're going to see, like, if, if this is what God has in store for me. I love that. All right. So, you finish at St. John Vianney, and yep. then, so you're still a seminarian. So, in the seminary world, the diocese, <laughs> Send you where we think you ought to go. Yep. Yep. So different than the college world, you know, high school, you know, they, they apply to several colleges and they get accepted by some and they then choose which one they go to. That's not how seminary works. So the, a, a guy applies to a diocese, which is the eastern side of Oklahoma for us, um, and then, they, then the diocese sponsors them and sends them to a seminary. And so I was, I was told I was going to St. Paul, Minnesota. Yep. Yep. You were told St. Yeah, St. Minorit. Yep. 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 And, then you, and then you go, and then yep. you go. You're um, kind of your first step, first step in obedience. Yeah. Um, so two very happy years at St. Paul, Minnesota. And that's where I, I think there that this like thought of becoming a priest and like wondering, is it for me, really solidified into, I want this. Yeah. Like I'm, I think like, I would love to live this lifestyle. And I, and I feel like God created me actually to live this. That, that, that wasn't discovered until after I was a seminarian. Almost like you date for a while, and then you realize, okay, I want to marry her, you know? Um, and so, so there, from St. Paul, Minnesota, was sent to um, the North American College in Rome, Italy, to study theology mm. and to continue priestly training. So what's the deal? Okay, because this is where, so, uh, okay, we'll come back We'll come back to this, of like what the North American College is and how that all yeah. works. Okay, so you did how, and you were in Rome how long? I was in Rome for five years. Yeah, so four as a seminarian, yep. then you're ordained a priest, yep. and then you go back and do 
Yep. Like a fifth year. Yeah. Which is a whole longer explanation, which we, yeah. you know, another another day, another day. When you become a, for you listeners out there, when you become a seminarian and get there, we'll we'll have that conversation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it's <laughs> that's inside baseball. Um, okay. You're ordained in what year? 2011, July 9th. Holy All right. So you've been a priest 12. It'll be 12 years. Going up on 12 years. Coming up. And I will honestly say, 12 years. There has never been a single moment where I have been like, did I make the right choice? Like, He's, yeah. Did I, did I, yeah. Should I be thinking about another career options? Is this really for mm-hmm. me? I just have never yeah. once. Like, yeah. I love it. It's such and I, it's We great. talk about how awesome priesthood is all the time. Like, I just love it. I mean, there's, be, there's been bad days yes, for yes, sure. Yes. There's been even, even tough seasons, you right. know. Um, but there's never been a moment that has been like, Lord, what? Really? Did I really? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> you know, yeah. that's I've just awesome. never doubted it. All right. So your first assignment was um, I Christ, was Christ the King, an associate pastor yep. at Christ the King, which yep. is in Midtown Tulsa. Yep, I was there too. That and was cool. The pastor was Monsignor Muggenberg. Yeah, now, now Bishop, now Bishop of Reno, and then also uh, chaplain at Bishop Kelly High School. Oh, that's where. I mean, we knew each other before that, but we worked together. You were the El Presidente. Yeah, yeah, love it. Um, and then, okay, so then for the last, how long have you been vocation director? Since 2017. Six years. Six years. What does a vocation director do all yeah. day? Yep. Yep. Good question. Sleep till noon. Yeah. Watch The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Call a discerner for about 15 minutes and then go back to The Walking Dead. No. Um, so, so after Christ the King was a pastor in Bartlesville. Oh, that's right. I forgot about, years. forgot about Bartlesville. Yep. Yep, and so uh, was a pastor. I mean, that was really insightful. You know, there's, there's being a, I mean, may, I don't know, what are your thoughts? Like, the difference between being a seminarian to being a priest, and oh. the difference from being an associate pastor to a pastor is almost as Yeah, almost if as we use a, a sports analogy, you know, I was like, I was watching the NFL draft a few weeks ago, and they, and they just talk about, like, the speed, like, even the difference between college football and the pros is, like, a lot of guys get blown away. Because it's just so much hmm. faster. Everyone was the best player <laughs> on their college team, you know, and so it, yeah. There's a there's a big difference between seminary life and the priesthood. I mean, at some point, if it gets remotely difficult, Father Healy can just go. You know what? I think you should see Father O'Brien. You know, things. Oh, even of, yes, and like there is a difference pastor. between being an associate pastor. <clears throat> To and then a pass. I mean, it's, it's, it's weighty. It's, yep. it's very weighty and insightful. Um, yeah. Anyway, so so I, I, that was that was very formative as well. Being being the head honcho for at this church, and they had school pre K through eighth grade school yep. as well. Yep. So teachers and cafeterias and playgrounds and all that all that maintenance, all that stuff. Wow. And, um, and then in 2017 became the director of the vocations office, sometimes shortened to vocation director. So now I am not in a parish. For six years, I have not been um, like do you know you do you do weddings, you do baptisms, you do funerals, you got annulments, you're preaching to the people every Sunday, every day, daily mass. Uh-huh. You're doing you know you're visiting the sick and all those those like wonderful things that priests do. I don't do any of that right now except like on a priest gets COVID or something. I, I have to fill in. Yeah, you you jump in on occasion. Yeah. Yeah, kind of fill in fill in basis. But for the most part, I have like kind of one one job, and that is young men who are thinking about the priesthood, young ladies who are considering becoming religious, like, like nuns, I, I accompany them. And 
listen to their stories and help them realize what these ways of life are like and offer support and resources and direction and, and, and ultimately help them realize, is this way of life for me? And if so, like what's my next step? Or actually it's not, it's not, it's not, you're not, this, this is, not, is not for you. Yeah, yeah, this is not for you. And that's kind of a double-sided discernment. We've talked about this before, Father Kerry and I, on the show. Of like, just because I want to be a priest doesn't mean I get to be a priest. Like, it's it's in the same as like, I want to marry you, but like, you don't want to marry me. <laughs> uh, well, you know, yeah. So it's a, so the church is discerning you, yep, or the religious order or the diocese, and then you're and you're doing the same. So it has to be it has to be mutual, and you're the you're the, I mean, the bishop's representative yeah. on, I o- the, I oversee on that the diocese side. Yeah. Yeah. So the bishop is not like meeting with guys at Panera Bread. Right. Interested in, yeah. How much That's money me. have you spent at Panera over the last six years? I, uh, Panera is. Do you own stock in Panera? I, sh- <laughs> I would say on, a, on a, any given week, I have probably five to seven meetings at Panera Bread. <laughs> I love that. And so <laughs> that's so funny. They're going to yeah. put a little plaque up in your memory. And part of it is because you know t- somebody talking about becoming a priest is a big deal to them. You know, yeah. they're in high school, they're yeah. college, they're shaggy-haired OSU student, or you know, they're a young adult lady who's you know got a job for the first time, and now she's always pictured herself getting married and having a career, and now she's like feeling strong Thinking about religious to, life. Like, yeah, love having only Jesus, and that's yeah. you know that can be that can be a frightening thought. And so, you know, a coffee shop is, there's coffee. I love cookies. It's public. Yeah. It's not a, it's, it's good. It's, it's conducive to comfortable conversation. Let's meet in my office and yeah. Yeah. Or it can be yeah, kind of awkward. Um, okay. So now, so you're, now you're done. Assignments came out and <coughs> you're, you have a new assignment, which we'll talk about, but you're the new vocation director. Tell us about the new Vocation director, your so your your replacement. Yeah, so par, so p- half of what I do is are those who are in our diocese, who are high school age, college age, young adults who are asking questions about this. But the other part of the job is we um, we we kind of oversee the formation of our seminarians, our Tulsa seminarians, and so they go off to the seminaries, but we sort of the seminaries report to us, and we kind of work with them and make sure they're going to be by the time they are ordained that they're they're good priests ready to go in the Diocese of Tulsa. Um, so that's the other other part, the other wing of the vocation director's job is kind of the recruitment side, but also mm-hmm. care of the seminarians as well. Um, so my successor, Father Zui Wen, uh, he's been a priest, I think, five or six years. I love him. He is uh, a ball of energy, and I think he's going to be so good. I had, so this was like t- two years ago. I was having kind of a tough week, and it was my third Mass of the day, and I was tired. And I was in the middle of I was in the middle of prayer, uh, of the prayer and the, of the mass, and I was just I was very I was kind of distracted. I was annoyed, and in the middle of celebrating of 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 of, of reciting the Eucharistic prayer, I th- I had like this little vision, and it was Father Zui at his first mass. Uh, that he celebrated at St. Joseph Vietnamese Parish. And he's like holding up the Eucharist and like tears are running down his face. Wow. And it was, it like, it like got me like back. Okay, O'Brien, like focus. You're doing something of, of eternal importance. Stop 
stop being annoyed, take a deep breath, and like remember what we're here for. Mm. Anyway, and I, 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 I told him, I told Zwee that like the next day, um, and he was just like, "What? I don't." He, he was like kind of embarrassed by it, or like mm. he, he didn't. Anyway, I just love him. I just love him. I think he's going to be great. He's so ref- like he's a he's a refreshing personality. You know, like we joke sometimes. There's people that like suck the life out of you. Yes. <laughs> you walk out like walk away from them like you're way more exhausted. You know, and, but he's, he's like not life. That. He's like life giving. Yeah. Yes. You know, you walk yeah. out like more battery charged you know yep. ready to go i think he's gonna be he's got a love for he's been at bishop kelly high school for the last four or five years um knows youth ministry knows where young people are knows their struggles their challenges what gets them going with it listens to what they you know he, he knows yeah. that that part of the church's ministry um and so that and that's who he's going to be working with you know that vast majority of our scope are those 16 to you know 20 28 years old that's going to be the majority of who we who we work with i love so. it Okay, in our last five minutes, you have a new adventure oh boy. coming up. Yes. Um, so you talked about going to seminary at the North American <laughs> College in Rome. So two questions. What, what is the North American College in Rome? What is, what is that whole thing? And then what are you, you're going. You're leaving Stillwater. You're leaving Tulsa. You're moving back to, to, Rome. to Rome. Yeah. What is the North American College? North American College is America's seminary in the city of Rome. So, it's so every country has, or every a lot of countries. So there's a you know there's a British college, there's a French college, there's an Irish college, there's a there's a place for African nations can send their guys. And the idea is they go to Rome, which is like the, you know, it's the epicenter of our of our Catholic HQ. Faith. Yep, it's the the, the the kind of the headquarters, so to speak. The Pope is there. A lot of history there, going back all the way to the Apostolic times. Um, and so the idea is different countries will send their pre or seminarians there. To study, to train, to absorb all that just awesome stuff. You know, churches the heart and history of the church, yeah. and art and architecture and you know, saints. Like, you know, we've we have a relic of a saint here, it's a big deal. Well, there's probably you know, there's the, the, the <laughs> body of Saint Ignatius yeah. under this down altar. The, down the yeah. Yeah. Down and so it's street. just really, you know, Saint Peter, who was like, you know, the Last Supper and walked with Jesus, he's buried underneath Saint Peter's Basilica in Rome. Like you can go there and pray. That's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, so they, that's great. They, they gather that stuff, and it helps. It's formative for them. And then they go back to their home diocese of Tulsa or you know, wherever. Brooklyn. Yeah. Wherever. And ideally, that, um, that, that shapes their, their priesthood. And they can use that um, to, to help the people of God. And so. Okay. So you spent five years there. Yep. And it's staffed by... American, American priests. priests. Yep. Right. So it's. I mean, it's literally right. I mean, if you if you've been there, if you like, if you walk out of the North American College and down the hill, you're at the Vatican. Yep. I mean, it's right there. Yep. You can go up on the roof of the North American College and you look out and you see St. Peter's. Yep. You know. Okay. So it's staffed by American priests, and you're going to be one of those. Yeah, priest. What what's your what's your title and what are you going to do all day? So, as we kind of mentioned earlier, the rector of the seminary is like the president of the seminary. Yeah, the pastor. He's if the you will. he's the pastor. He's yep. the head man. Yep. So I'll be the vice rector of the seminary. Um, so essentially, the, the the vice president, just by way of analogy. Um, so, yeah, working with um, Monsignor Tom Powers, who's the rector, to make sure it's a kick butt seminary. So he's a priest of the diocese of Bridgeport, Connecticut. That's correct. 
and you know him. From, he was on the staff when you were there. When I was a seminary. He was my spiritual director for five years. That's amazing. He's a phenomenal awesome. guy. All right, and what will you do all day? We're going to help uh, train future priests from the United States of America. How many dudes? There are currently a little over 100 seminarians there. And they come from California, New York, Minnesota, Texas, everywhere in between. Everywhere. They come from all over, like all over. Including our own Robert Williams. Including Robert there, Williams. So he'll be one of your guys. Yep, yep. And when you say like train them, mm-hmm. what will you, what so will think, you do? Think of seminaries like priest school, you know? So they're, they're studying. Priest school. Priest school. So they're learning to become, they're A, discerning is this way of life for them. But they're also preparing for ministry. And so they're learning about the Eucharist, but they also got to learn how to say Mass, right? Yep. So how to hear confessions, how to how counsel. To, how to do a funeral. And our, our yeah. main job is to help them discern, but then help, help them form a close relationship with Christ, become awesome pastors. So when they go back to the, to the states and their diocese, they can, they can feed the people of God. They can, they can, they can teach. They That's can awesome. visit people their deathbeds. They can hug that homeless person. Yep. They can baptize. Yep. They can funerals. All and that stuff. And know philosophy and know theology. So, I mean, be knowledgeable, but also pastoral. So, there's like the four, four parts of formation. Human formation, pastoral formation, spiritual formation, intellectual, intellectual. Yep. formation. And so, you're going to be overseeing that. You're going to be like kind of the, second in command of a bunch of future priests. That's right. No pressure. No pressure. And you're excited or you're nervous or you're what? I'm sad to leave the Diocese of Tulsa for a time. I'm sad. I love it here. My roots are here, you know, but excited to help. You know, we're going to be forming the future priests, and that makes a big impact on the the church. This was not done against your will. No. I mean, they've definitely asked you to to come and... Hopefully, That's you know, awesome. by the grace of God, we'll do an awesome job. That's awesome. All right, everyone. Father Michael Pratt, thanks for uh, joining us. Pray for him as he heads off to Rome. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Go Pokes.